What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all have had a wonderful week so far. I hope y'all are doing all what you need to do to handle for the week and y'all are just killing it out there. I hope y'all are killing it out there. But we got a lot to get into. We got a lot of news to cover today. We have the fact that we may have to go back to a lockdown mode with a lot of the spikes that's going on with the coronavirus situation that's happening right now. We have Tesla, which just keeps on doing unbelievable things. I mean, Elon Musk just passed um, Warren Buffett as the seventh richest man in the world. We'll talk about that a little bit more. And then, of course, we're going to talk about WeWork and the fact that they might actually make a profit next year. Everybody's favorite punching bag might actually now actually be round in the corner. So that's some of the things that we'll get into. But the first thing that we're going to dive right into this week or today is that we're in earning seasons. Earning seasons is back. It's time for us to get on a phone call, get on a bunch of Skype and Zoom meetings and listen to a bunch of dudes talk about EBITDA and sales post tax and uh, financial resources and income and net income and revenue and debt and long-term debt and how the all this stuff it's earning seasons once again which means a whole lot of numbers a whole lot of stuff and you know i gotta pay attention because as a shareholder which most of us are if you're listening to this podcast you're probably a shareholder even if you don't think you are you're you're a shareholder um if you have an ira or a 401k you're a shareholder of of certain companies but anyway it's earning seasons but however this is not one of the good earning seasons unlike summer in the south earning seasons ain't so hot right now i mean it ain't hot at all and trust me in the south right now it's hot i mean it's raining right now and it's 91 degrees outside that doesn't make any sense i mean this morning it was 8 a.m and it was 80 something degrees are you kidding me are you kidding it's so hot yesterday i literally saw a bug that got fried by the sun people out here talking about sun kissed i'm sun kissed i look so good in the sun no i saw a bug get fried by the sun that's how hot it was it was so hot oh my gosh if you live in the south you know the pain you understand exactly what i'm talking about because it's so Uh, anyway, let's get back into the earnings. And this earnings season, it's not going to be very hot for a lot of companies. It's not going to be looking good because there was a research and study done and it's anticipated that most company, unless your name is Pepsi, most companies is going to be announcing a loss of revenue of about 44%. 44%, particularly companies in the S&P 500, which is the one that most people care about because the S&P 500 is the best 500 companies in the United States of America. So it's anticipated that the earnings from those companies is going to drop about 44%, mainly because of the pandemic that we have going on right now, which caused a lot of businesses to shut down and close shop. However, like I said, I said, except for Pepsi, because we're all at home or eating way more snacks than anything else. If you follow me on TikTok, you know I've done a number of skits about the fact that I've spent way too much money on snacks and way too much money on snacking at home when I'm supposed to be saving saving money. But nevertheless, Pepsi announced their earnings and their earnings was 
looking really good. We like to buy a lot of snacks because apparently when we're not busy or going out, we like to keep our mouths busy by snacking it up, snacking it up, snacking it up. Anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just all over the place with this podcast. But anyway, to put into context the fact, context, the fact that we're going to see an earnings loss of 44% due to the corona pandemic during the financial crisis of 2008. Earnings dropped 67% in the fourth quarter of that year. If that puts into context about what's going on right now. So the thing you have to think about also is the fact that most business didn't enter into a lockdown mode until beginning of April, the end of March and the beginning of April, which is why we're going to see most of the effects of the pandemic. We actually came, a lot of lockdowns got lifted at the end of the last quarter, which was in June. That's when the last quarter ended. And so a lot of companies are going to be seeing a whole lot of red. There's not going to be a whole lot of black in the books. A lot of companies are going to be announcing all kinds of losses. I mean, Delta just announced a massive loss, I think it was over like $28 billion saying that, hey, we expected that people will start to travel again. People still aren't traveling. And to that, I say, well, did you just think that people will be like, oh, we're good. The pandemic is over. They lifted the, the lockdown so I can go anywhere now. No, people are still going to be afraid to travel because nobody wants to catch this Corona thing, even though some people are still going up and down all over the place and the U.S spikes just keeps on going higher and higher but we're not going to talk about that we'll talk about that in a minute but this one we're going to be focusing on the earnings so a few things that i'm going to be watching out for for the earnings for this week is going to be focused on banks so the big banks the largest banks in the united states will be announcing their earnings this week as a matter of fact jp morgan Citigroup, wells fargo already had their earnings and i think as i'm recording this podcast right now goldman sachs is doing their earnings call right now and i believe bank of america will be doing theirs tomorrow i'm a shareholder of bank of america so i'm going to be paying very close america uh, very close attention to what's going on with bank of america but the overall theme that i expect to see and i've been seeing so far with the first three companies that announced uh their earnings so far was just basically they are preparing for this recession to be a whole lot longer in other words are they loaning out more money or are they starting to keep some of those profits to make sure that their books look good? And from every single earnings report that we have gotten so far from JP Morgan, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, and even the early highlight that we saw from Goldman Sachs, it was basically the same thing where they're keeping a whole lot more profits in their pockets to ensure that they can bolster their credit worthiness to make sure that they can bolster their credit worthiness. Now, when I say that, you may have the question, what does that mean? Basically, what they're expecting is they see that this road, this recovery road is going to take a whole lot longer than anybody is thinking. They see that it's going to take some time and they're expecting a lot more defaults in loans. They're expecting a lot more foreclosures on homes and they're, uh, they're expecting a lot of bankruptcies from businesses. Uh, some of the words that some of the CEOs from the companies have said is in JP Morgan CEO, Jamin, Jamie DeMond said, this is not a normal recession. The recessionary part of this, you're going to see down the road. In other words, end quote. In other words, what he's saying is, we haven't even gotten to the meat and bones of this thing. We're still dealing with just the pandemic aspect of things. Citigroup CEO Michael Cobart said, the pandemic has a grip on the economy and it doesn't seem likely to loosen until vaccines are widely available. 
Again, they're, everybody's saying the same thing. The pandemic is going to drive everything else. It's not the other way around. No matter how much people try to tell you that, hey, if we just open up, we'll be able to fix things. No, we don't control the narrative in this situation. The virus tells us what we can do. And then Wells Fargo CEO Charlie Sharp said, our view of the length and severity of the economic downturn has deteriorated considerably from the assumptions used last week quarter in other words we all know what's gonna happen everything is crazy right now we just don't know we can't really give you predictions because we're not sure so yeah this is not exactly the best of news however on the other side jp morgan and citigroup announced really good earnings the reason why they were able to announce really good earnings is because a lot of people have been doing a lot of trades in the market so they've been able to make a lot of money through that and make a good amount of profits through all the trades with the craziness that the stock market is on right now on the other hand wells fargo announced about like three billion dollars in losses which was their first quarter of losses in a really long time but again remember wells fargo is kind of different from the other two banks in that one it doesn't have a large portfolio of like investment account stuff on it it's basically a a loan-in bank it's just your typical bank where jp morgan and citigroup are more of those banks that do a lot of the handling of large financial institutional money and all that kind of stuff and also wells fargo has a lot of other issues it's dealing with with all the whole creating accounts in people's name that don't exist and all that kind of stuff so wells fargo is just an outlier to everything else so this is the theme that i've been paying attention as far as when it comes to earnings is the banks how are the banks using money going forward the other things out the other theme i'm paying attention to is what are companies doing for reopening how are they their plans to reopen how has it been affected by the pandemic and by the new spike in cases are they expected to lengthen out their reopening plan for example with that disney opened reopened disney world orlando this last weekend but then they had to shut down disneyland hong kong so that really tells you exactly where we are right now so i'm wondering i want to hear from companies exactly what they're doing as far as their reopening plan do they see that as hey we need to lengthen out our reopening plan just like delta said that hey we don't see the recovery of this whole pandemic being very quickly we don't see people flying that quickly now remember when everybody was making fun of warren buffett when he sold out of airlines because he said i don't see how we can keep operating airlines the same way the because of this pandemic people are afraid and their business model has changed for the foreseeable future remember when he said that and everybody was like oh warren buffett must have lost his touch he doesn't know what he's talking about anywhere anymore hmm look at that now I mean, all the airlines are announcing like 20 to 30,000 people being laid off on their squad. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying sometimes paying attention to some of the best investors in the world is a good thing, which is why I stayed away from airlines. Now, that's not to say that airlines aren't going to recover eventually, but just know that if you own airline stocks or if you own any shares in airlines, the, the road to recovery is extremely long unless you believe in the business don't buy a share in it i say this all the time at the end of the day buying a business is buying ownership into the business do you understand the business if you don't don't do it 
and you're going to see a flurry of people who are going to rush to sell off their shares in a bunch of airlines but that's that's neither here nor there that's not what we're going to talk about today just something to watch out for and it might present some opportunities for everybody else remember be fearful when others are greedy be greedy when others are fearful just something to always keep in mind whenever you're paying attention to the stock market when people start flooding out of airlines might present a good opportunity for you to get into airlines but again just make sure that you're going in with your eyes open knowing that the road to recovery for airlines is going to be a long one that takeoff point is going to be a long runway before airlines are going to see the same amount of travel that they've seen in years past anyway next topic that i'm talking about is the lockdown it seems like we're going back to lockdown i mean california announced on monday that they are backing the car up that they are they forgot some things they left some things at the house they need to go home lock the door and stay home basically when they opened back up they thought everything will work out and everything will be fine but it hasn't worked out as you guys know the cases spike has been crazy the united states i think right now we're at like 66,000 cases every day when during the the peak when we're in lockdown mode we only got to about 40,000 cases if that tells you anything if that tells you where we are right now as a nation so anyway california the governor of california i think his name is newsom he announced that he's closing down bars he's closing down restaurants he's closing down all of that stuff as far as people going in and staying in because they need to get a hold on this pandemic a lot of health officials have been saying hey people wear masks if we just wear a mask this piece of cloth that you can put on your face to cover your nose and your mouth and you'll be fine if we all just do that one thing just do that one thing you'll be able to go about we'll be able to live life a little bit the same but no everybody wants to make it the political issue because we're idiots and we can't just come and sit down and say hey this is for the betterment of everybody else we can't think of our neighbor we can't think of anybody else we just think of uh, me myself and i that's all that matters anyway but yeah so we might be going back into a lockdown mode. I mean, California, Texas, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. I'm naming a lot of southern states. You see a common theme here? You see a common theme here? But anyway, that's what we're seeing right now. So we might be heading back into a lockdown mode. Um, New York has handled this situation very well. Washington has handled this situation very well. But not a lot of states have done the same things that those states have done. So we'll see how this plays out. Hopefully this doesn't become more of an issue. Hopefully it doesn't become more of a problem because just as much as we're seeing an uptick in cases, we're also starting to see an uptick in deaths, which has been one of the things that a lot of people who have been saying, oh, it's not that bad. We're just testing more. The truth is we're seeing a lot, a lot of upticks in deaths now. So hopefully we do what's right and we're able to protect ourselves and protect our family and protect our friends. Wear a mask wash your hands do the things you know you ought to do to protect those around you that's my ted talk for this podcast but anyway the last topic i have for y'all today actually it's not the last one the second to last topic that i have for y'all today is tesla tesla is dropping the prices on all the different models of vehicle it dropped the price on the model y which is their small suv they dropped the price on that from fifty two thousand dollars to forty nine thousand dollars so they dropped it about three thousand dollars on that they've also in the past dropped the price on the s on the model s and the model x by five thousand dollars and the model three by two thousand dollars this news came after of course tesla 
announced that it delivered more cars than it expected in the second quarter of this year. It delivered about 90,000 cars. And as you guys know, Tesla stock has just been flying off the shelf. I mean, that thing is close to being the same price as Amazon. It's crazy. It's about $1,500, I think, the last time I checked it. And it's just crazy. It's been flying so high. I mean, because the stock has been shooting high so fast, Elon Musk was able to catapult himself to be the seventh richest man in the world. And yeah, I mean, passing Warren Buffett, but part of the backstory on Warren Buffett is he's given over $30 billion in his wealth away to charities. So really, Warren Buffett should be in second or third place, but he gave a lot of his wealth, $30 billion worth of his wealth to charity. And again, this year, he gave another $3 billion away. And he's just he said that over his lifetime and as he's dying, he's going to give most of his wealth away to charities and to different organizations and those kind of things, which I find very, I find very awesome. It's the same thing that Bill Gates is doing. So both of those dudes, awesome. Those things are just awesome. So but anyway, the point is the position that Tesla has put itself in is that literally right now, Tesla has no competition in the field. However, the problem is the price that Tesla has been charging has not been exactly like the most cost effective price for most people to get it. Now I'm looking at the price and I'm like, hey, your boy might get a Tesla in the next few years. I'm just saying your boy might end up getting a Tesla because, you know, but then again, the Ford Mustang Mark E though, I like that thing very much. I like that thing very much. So it's a toss up. Now I'm not going to get either one of these cars because it's not a good asset for me to have. I have a car that takes me from point A to point B. I'm not about to take on extra debt just so I can go get a car and look flashy. You only drive a car and you're in a car for less than maybe two to three hours a day. That's not where I'm about to put all that money in. But anyway. It's just interesting to see that Tesla is starting to like drop the prices on its cars. It shows that they are trying to infiltrate the market hard. It's trying to infiltrate the market hard. Another side note about Tesla is it might just be joining the S&P 500, which is a big deal. It's a very big deal if Tesla is able to join the S&P 500. The only thing why Tesla has not been able to join the S&P 500 in the past is because Tesla just didn't make any money. It didn't have profits, consistent quarters of revenue and profit. So hopefully we'll see. Their earnings report is on July the 22nd. I'm kind of hoping that Tesla does not make it into the S&P 500. The reason why is because I want that stock to fall so that people can get it for the cheap. So that we can get it for the cheap. Shh, don't tell anybody. But sometimes hoping for bad things to happen can be good for your pocket. Which is really bad to think about. Like that's actually really bad. But for Tesla, I kind of want it to kind of fall off a little bit because it just, it's rating right now is just crazy, man. I just, it's one of those stocks that I'm just staying away from. I like the model. I like the business. I like that. I know it's going to be a great company in the future, but I think there's too much hype that surrounds Tesla. There's too many people that don't care about the fundamentals of the business or anything like that. And they've just been pushing the price up. I think too much FOMO is going on around Tesla right now. And so for me, I'd rather put my money towards Microsoft towards Apple. As you guys know, Microsoft's my baby. And so rather than put it into towards Tesla, but then again, Tesla is a diverse company. It makes all kinds of stuff. It has a solar division. It has a 
technology software division that it can sell its autonomous vehicle driving mode to other companies. So definitely Tesla is a company that I'm bullish on. I just am not bullish on it to the point of where it is right now. Because at the end of the day, when you're investing in the stock market, price is also something you got to consider. I'm going off on a lot of tangents today. I don't know why, but we're going to keep it moving on. And the last topic I have for today, the last discussion is WeWork, the company that we love to make fun of. They actually just reported that they are going to be profitable by next year. Like, what? During this pandemic, y'all actually going to be the ones to actually make money? Like, what? And it's ironic, right? Nobody expected this news, but it turns out that the pandemic has actually been one of the benefits to WeWork. It has actually been a great benefit to WeWork. Actually, let me give you guys the backstory on WeWork in case if you're is this your first time listening to this podcast. Again, this is the Rambling Mind podcast. One of the reasons it's called Rambling Mind is I tend to go off on tangents, as you guys have noticed. And But anyway, let's get back on the topic of WeWork. Backstory of WeWork. WeWork was one of those stocks that was called a unicorn. You're a unicorn stock when you're about to IPO and you're worth over a billion dollars. And so WeWork was about to IPO for over a billion dollars. It opened up its books. Everybody saw its books and it was like, what kind of company model do you have going on here? Your financial situation is trash. Nobody wanted to buy into the company. So they decided we're not going to IPO. And at that point, it looked like WeWork was going to go into bankruptcy last year. It was Things were looking really bad. And like anybody else, when you're going through a bad time and it looked like you're just going to, everything is just wrong in the world, what do we all do? We go home and we talk to our parents and we say, hey, mom, hey, dad, I just lost my job. Things are really hard. Can I stay at home for a little bit? And can you give me some extra money so I can handle this, this, this and that? And that's what happened for WeWork. WeWork went to their parents, which is SoftBank, in case you don't know, the major stakeholder in WeWork is SoftBank. SoftBank decided to step in like any good parent, but like any good parent, it had stipulations. It didn't just step in and say, oh yeah, here's $50 billion for y'all to fix what's going on in your company or anything like that. No, they didn't just give them a loan. What SoftBank did, as any good parent will do, is they set stipulation. They said, hey, if you want to succeed and if you want this money to make to, for this business to succeed, here are the things you have to do. You have to change. You have to meet these criterias before I allow you to take this money. And some of those criterias was one, a change in leadership. So the, the founder of WeWork, he got kicked out because he was not doing a good job. He did a lot of nonsense in the company. They kicked him straight up out. The second thing they did was they said, you guys need to rearrange the way you're running this business. You've spread yourself far too thin. You've put yourself in too many different industries. You need to consolidate and focus. Focus on your primary mission. Focus on your primary goal. And so that's what WeWork did. They sold off a bunch of stuff and they focused in on the idea of being a office space that you don't have to buy the building for. A leasing, temporary leasing, short-term leasing, office space. And apparently all of those moves actually really work for WeWork. And the other thing that really helped WeWork out is the coronavirus period, which showed a bunch of companies that, hey, maybe we don't need this full-on building that we were thinking about buying. Maybe all we need is a little bit of space for our workers that are living all over the place that will be working from home. And so it signed contracts with some big name companies like Citigroup, Microsoft, 
Even TikTok, it signed lease agreements with those companies as more and more businesses are looking to step out of just being in their regular headquartered locations and looking for this work from home environment that we are in. So sometimes a negative situation can bring positive results. That's one thing that I really want you all to get from this story of WeWork is even though we are in a horrible situation right now, sometimes it takes us going through something terrible for the flower to come out on the other side. When you plant a seed in the ground, it looks dark, it looks ugly, it looks terrible, but the seed needs to be in that area for it to sprout up and look like a beautiful flower. We don't always see the beauty, we don't always see the nastiness in the background when we look at some people's lives. We only see the beauty on the front end. In the same way, in our lives, we are going through some things right now, but don't give up and don't lose hope. Focus on the things you need, you know you need to focus on so that when you come out of this on the other side, you are much stronger for it. Learn the lessons that you need to learn during this period in time. Figure out what it is that you need during this period of time. Reach out for help where you may need help in this period of time so that you can come out on the other side much stronger than you are. But that's about all I got. The only last two things I have is one, Donald Trump got smacked in court over the, yesterday. I mean, they went in court. You remember we talked about ICE and DHS and how they were trying to kick a lot of international students out of the country. Well, they went to court. They showed up for five minutes and they rang the bell and said, we give up. And that just shows like how much they thought that they weren't going to get challenged for a stupid law that they were about to put in place, which puts the onus for us to call out whenever we see nonsense being done. And then the final thing I have on here is Sirius XM just acquired Stitcher for $325 million. They're trying to be forceful in the podcasting game, even though they already have Pandora, but Pandora has not been doing a great job for them. And side news, you can listen to this podcast on any platform that you listen to, whether it's Stitcher, SiriusXM, Pandora, all of the above. I'm a, my podcast is on every single outlet. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this whole rundown. And I'm going to go right back into it and tell you exactly what we talked about. We started off talking about earnings seasons and the fact that I'm focusing on banks and focusing on how businesses are planning to reopen because right now price to earning ratio is useless. And then we talked about we might just be going back into a lockdown mode because, well, Rona is up again. And then the next thing we talked about Tesla and the way it's just been flying and flying and flying and the fact that Tesla might just be getting on the S&P 500 and why that is a big deal. And then finally, we talked about WeWork and why you should never, ever, ever give up no matter what is going on and no matter how bleak things may look right now. Make sure you stay focused on what you need to stay focused on. Let loose on all the extra weights and all the extra baggage and chase after your goals. But that's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all learned something. God bless each and every single one of y'all that listens to this thing. And remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless y'all and peace.